This is 76ers Rewind. Time now to listen back to post-game reaction from the team's most recent game. J.J. Reddick's first career double-double highlighting the 76ers' 118-114 victory at Charlotte tonight, their fifth consecutive win. I'm Brian Seltzer. Let's join in progress. Brett Brown. Um, we, uh, we decided to you know, come in and go a little bit smaller, and um, I thought we actually matched up a little bit better, but it was more for, for that reason than anything. How important was J.J.'s performance in the first half as far as really sparking you guys? And, and we, we needed to get going. You know, I thought, for whatever reason, we, we didn't come out with a sting defensively that we needed to uh, in order to beat a desperate team without Joel Embiid. Um, as everybody knows, you know, we've had tough games, and so we, we needed that. Um, and I think that, that him sort of jump-starting some things is what he has the ability to do. He really can score quickly. Um, and uh, he did it times tonight, and we needed it. I do. I mean, I'm looking at it, but I will tell you this. As the game's unfolding, I'm thinking two things. We're here to win. And then I was thinking, we're here to win. Really. And so you, you can't have it all. It's not like, you know, we, we feel like we have a really, really, really deep bench. You know, we had 14 points off our bench tonight only, James Ennis. And, you know, Mike had a down game and was in foul trouble. Uh, we were trying to figure out the Jonah, Boban, Amir thing, which is always going to be there. That is always going to be a decision as this thing plays out. And so we ended up going a lot of small ball stuff, you know, and I think it helped us. It did help us. But I, I do look at the minutes. And if I had my perfect world, I, I wish I didn't play him as many minutes, but we did and we won. And so I'll lean on that as uh, I hope the correct decision. So Brett, now tomorrow you have another big game with Boston coming in down. Just talk, talk about that matchup. Uh, we can't wait. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't wait. I just got off FaceTime with Joel and, you know, we, we're excited. And it, it, it's starting to, to get closer tomorrow night they'll go into a film session and they'll look up and see the number 11 and for 18 games they've seen it go from 18 17 16 15 and now they're going to look up at 11 and then not too far away you're going to see one and it's it's great to play the milwaukee's and the boston celtics and tonight on the road without joel you know it's the nba and uh, we look forward to going back to philadelphia and playing the Boston Celtics uh, with Joel Embiid. 76ers head coach Brett Brown. Yeah, let's let's play the game right now, right? Sixers get by tonight, 118-114. You could look at it in some ways as the Sixers being fortunate to get past Charlotte, a very pesky, determined Hornets team that's falling farther and farther out of the Eastern Conference playoff picture with the four-point victory. But then you step back and you're like, Oh, yeah, (laughs) the Sixers were missing arguably their best player and one of the highest impact players in the league tonight, and they still managed to find a way to cobble it together and sneak one out on the road to start off an important back-to-back that wraps up tomorrow against the Boston Celtics at the center. How about that? Before going out to his post-game availability, Brett Brown FaceTiming with the all-star Joel Embiid. Great nugget. 
Great game from J.J. Redick. Phenomenal. Arguably one of the best games of his 13-year career for the first time ever. J.J. Redick, a double-double. 27 points, 10 rebounds. His eight assists, the third highest total in his career. He was 8 of 19 overall, 7 of 14 from three. Experienced a little bit of a drop-off in the third quarter, but, man, he brought it down the stretch in the fourth, helping the 76ers in a big way. So, too, did Jimmy Butler in terms of his fourth-quarter production. He finished with 23 points, nine assists, four rebounds. Tobias Harris with a huge rebound in the final seconds, a double-double for him. He was plus 13. That was a team high, 22 points and 11 boards. And Ben Simmons, he, in terms of scoring, had his way tonight, a very graceful, smooth scoring game for Ben Simmons, 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 assists. And you cannot overlook James Ennis III. Brett Brown has been talking about, especially the aftermath of the trade deadline, um, with some of the reserves, the veteran reserves of the team picked up, this mini tournament thing, that type of situation. And, well, truth be told... James Ennis stepping up and winning that tournament. No doubt he was vital tonight. 14 points, the only bench points generated by the 76ers. And Ennis III, when the game was getting tight and close, he banged down a key three-pointer, tied it up at 100, and the man just came up with some really important efforts and contributions for the 76ers tonight as they end up sweeping the season series with the Charlotte Hornets. And they have now won five in a row, have the Sixers for the first time this year. Great note to go into tomorrow night's game against the Boston Celtics. We're going to talk with Tom McGinnis next. 76ers beat Charlotte at Spectrum Center, 118-114. It's the postgame show on the Sixers Radio Network. The Delaware Blue Coats have arrived. The Sixers' official NBA G League affiliate is opening the all-new 76ers Fieldhouse in Wilmington, Delaware. Blue Coats games are perfect for business outings and an awesome family night out. Visit Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Tickets start at 10 bucks. Just 10 bucks. That's Sixers.com slash Blue Coats. Join the revolution today. 76ers eke out a 118-114 victory at Charlotte tonight. Huge shots down the stretch. From J.J. Reddick's book, 76 is in front for good. Jimmy Butler to break a 109 tie in the closing minutes. And James Ennis third to make it a four-point game with the game on the line. 76ers fending off Charlotte. Another feisty game against their Eastern Conference rival. We're beginning Tom McGinnis right now from Spectrum Center in Charlotte. I mean, Tom, this is a great way. I mean, it was a tense game at times, but, I mean, think about it. The odds the Sixers overcame tonight without Joel Embiid, they figure out a way to get it done, and now it's tough not to look ahead to tomorrow night's game. Yeah, but first here tonight, I mean, you would have felt terrible having, you know, those guys played 38 minutes and then all scored 20-plus points and lost. So, as Brett Brown said, you're here to win. And, uh, you know, life in the NBA, then then you take care of business tomorrow. And obviously everybody with their eyes on that game. But uh, a tremendous effort here in this game and finding a way uh, with Ben at times just unbelievable offensively. J.J. Redick with that start with the seven threes and a terrific first half. I believe he had 21 points at the half and then the rebounds and the assists and Jimmy Butler clutch. Uh, obviously, Tobias had his moments uh, with 20-plus points in the game. Ennis. And, and and that was it. That group right there is, is the group that helped the Sixers win this game. You really didn't get anything for Boban. Amir got hurt. TJ played but did not have a bin, big impact. And so it, it's it's a tremendous thing. to You know, you're playing with James Ennis out there 
and you really don't have anybody close to a center. When you had Mike out there, he's playing the five, but, you know, nobody was even close. So a, a really hard-fought, gutty win. And, you know, let's face it, this is the game that in years past the Sixers lose. And, and they could have lost this game. I mean, to me, the possession for Charlotte that would haunt them, they, they put Bridges in the game, and he takes a three, and it was nowhere near going in when Lamb had been, other than missing that last shot, certainly a viable option. I was going to go unstoppable, but Kemba Walker's out there. And so for them to go in a huge possession without their best player touching the ball, that, that to me, if I'm James Borrego, I'm really disappointed with that. Uh, but no doubt, obviously, another huge game tomorrow. Uh, and, you know, for me, at some point, the Sixers, I know they beat Boston last year. They may have taken one game from them in the, in the previous season. But, you know, and they won the one playoff plink game. But you got to beat Boston. That I mean, if the Milwaukee game was a statement game, it's also a confidence booster for oneself. And, uh, you know, Boston, you can say what you want about, oh, this problem. Well, they don't have problems against the Sixers. They play awful <laughs> right. good, awful good against the Sixers. So it's a major game. It's a, it's a big-time rival. Uh, no matter what Joel Embiid says, you got to win for it to be. It's a rivalry, and it is a heated rivalry. And it's back, and it's back, and it's best form, and hopefully the Sixers will show what they can do tomorrow. Shame on me. Major violation to even let it go this long without bringing up J.J. Redick. I mean, he was just tremendous tonight. 27 points, 10 rebounds, 8 assists. And I don't know about you, Tom, but being able to watch him in this phase and stage of his career, I mean, obviously logic would dictate that he's only getting older and he's putting more tread on the tires. But these last two seasons, he's been outstanding and a joy to watch. And tonight, without Joel Embiid, he was doing everything. And that charge he took, too, with about four yeah, minutes to go. That was big. Now, and Redick is a, you know, you, you hear the phrase, he's a professional. Well, you know, he really takes that. At this stage of his career, he knows what it takes to get ready, and he, and he prepares unlike anything I've ever seen before. And Jimmy Butler's this way too, I guess. But, you know, not only does he prepare his body so it can go through the rigors, he can play at the, the pace that he plays with, but because he's not, you know, you watch J.J. Redick run, he's not. He's chugging down the floor. He's not a sprinter. You know what I mean? He's not the fastest guy. He's not the biggest jumper. He has a world-class skill in shooting three-point shots with sniper in a basketball sense like capabilities. And so that really boils it down where he that's his shot right there. Now, don't get me wrong. He can make some twos, and he, make, he makes a lot of basketball plays. But his ability and what, what makes him stand apart and why he's in the in the game at this stage and able to excel is his three-point shooting. And he's doing it when the defense has an expressed desire and purpose of trying to stop him from doing it with double-teaming him and running him off the line. And tonight, this is where Charlotte, you know, they had some instances where Harris got a dunk, Ben got a dunk. And here, my point, they left J.J. Redick wide open, including his last three, was a wide-open shot. And that just can't – you cannot have that type of breakdown in a close game for a basketball team that's trying to get into the playoffs. And, and they showed some weakness there. But Redick was absolutely incredible. And as Brett Brown noted postgame, you know, they needed it. This, when you don't have Embiid scoring 30-plus points a game, 27 is his average, you need guys to step up. And, and Redick was incredible here tonight. Special performance by J.J. 76ers defeat the Charlotte Hornets, 118-114. James Ennis, Tom, I feel like just my gut instinct is that 
many of his baskets have not been hollow baskets this year. It seems like he's coming up with a corner three or something like that at a timely moment. He did tonight to make it 115-111. And then if he goes to the hoop, he makes some tough, tough shots and really athletic plays as well. No doubt about it. You know, and again, when, when your team is trying to achieve something special, you need players that maybe you didn't expect and obviously didn't even start the season with the Sixers. And who knew? I mean, we, we, we'd seen him with Houston before. Same thing with Jonathan Simmons. You don't really know what you're going to get when Elton Brand acquires these guys. And, and now we're seeing where not only is he going to be a rotation player, but he's somebody that can provide quite a bit. And tonight it was defense, and it was an incredible ability. You know, that one shot was just crazy, and he made it. And then that three, that just a, a huge that, – that's kind of like if you're going to say one thing about his offensive game, that's what Brett Brown says. He's a corner three-point shooter, and uh, he made a big-time shot there. And, again, I know Mike Scott was a non-factor and fouled out, but that's what you're hoping for. You know, to me, you're, you're looking at, you know, these types of games, these types of performances with the big shots. Speaking of Edison, Mike Scott has done it already in the brief time that he's – been with the Sixers you know in the playoffs and it might be a three or two threes or you know a couple three in a row of really good plays because you're not going to play they're not playing 35 minutes Mike Scott might get to 24 or something but Ennis is likely to play less than 20 minutes per game and today he was in there with a lineup where you know he was basically the five man believe it or not you know with the how they were playing so yeah I think he's going to be a big time contributor here in the last 11 games and uh, hopefully in 11-plus playoff games. Just one last quick thought on tomorrow night, Tom. No Gordon Hayward, it looks like, for the Celtics. He's out in terms of the concussion protocol, and Al Horford is probable. Right. Well, they got Kyrie, right? I think they do, yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> if they have Kyrie and Al Horford, look out, because those are the guys that have really, I mean, not in the playoffs last year with Kyrie, but certainly on Christmas, Kyrie, I mean, he, he's just an incredible, almost unstoppable player, and Horford has really, really hurt the Sixers. And Hayward, obviously, has had some huge games for Boston, but has not played that much uh, against the Sixers. And, you know, I forget it. Maybe I should say they have Tatum, right? Because Tatum has really hurt the Sixers. And they, they have enough over there. And, you know, like I said, their ups and downs and whatever, and you hear about their demise. Well, you know, I, I don't see that against the Sixers. So it's going to be a specially charged atmosphere. The Sixers come off the road having won these two games and have won five in a row. Joel is back. It's Sixers. It's Celtics. We'll have the call on the radio. Can't wait. Starting at 7 o'clock. Talk to you a little bit before then, Tom. Thank you, Brian. Good night. 76ers overcome the Charlotte Hornets by the score of 118 to 114. 22 lead changes and 15 ties. 76ers behind J.J. Reddick's double-double survive. We'll get to highlights coming up next. Final segment of the postgame show after this on the Sixers Radio Network. Club 76 is the official season ticket waiting list of the Philadelphia 76ers. Get priority access for 2019-2020 season tickets by signing up for either Club 76 Elite or Club 76 Free. Other benefits include exclusive 76ers gear and access to special ticket offers and events. For more information, go to sixers.com slash join club76, email club76 at 76ers.com, or call 215-339-7676. 215-339-7676. 
No Joel Embiid for the 76ers tonight. How would the rest of the squad handle the Charlotte Hornets? Let us get now to the highlight segment of tonight's postgame show. It was a pretty solid start for the 76ers, and right in the mix of it was Ben Simmons. 13-11, Simmons breaks free with a jam, and James Perego wants timeout. He's seen two lackluster plays defensively, and he takes a break just four minutes into this game. Charlotte started to chip away, grinding things out, and the 76ers' lead was just at a point, 31-30, going into the second quarter. In the second quarter, the Sixers got some separation back, courtesy of J.J. Redick. Butler this time keeps it to the corner now to Redick, and another three by J.J. Redick. Five threes, 21 points, Sixers by seven. At that point, that established a new season high for scoring for J.J. Redick in the first half and tied a season high for three-pointers made in the opening 24 minutes of play. Charlotte kept the heat on a little bit, got within four, and the 76ers got a high-energy play from a guy who came up large late in the game. Here's a steal. Lead pass down to Butler, and Jimmy throws it back to Ennis, who jams it. James Ennis flying in with a two-hand jam. 76ers lead was just 62-59 at intermission. Charlotte stepping things up in the third quarter, getting that much tenser, and the 76ers were trying to keep the Hornets at bay. Tough task for Bolin. Ben steals the outlet. Batum with a bad pass. And now Simmons around Batum, twists it up and in on a right-to-left attack on the goal. One of the smoothest scoring games you'll see from Ben Simmons. That put the Sixers back in front by two. 72-70 at the end of three quarters, however. It was Charlotte leading 89-85. At one point, they went on a pretty substantial run to the tune of eight zip to get in front. And that would set up the 76ers to play come from behind in the fourth quarter. J.J. Redick had a little bit of a dip in the third, but he was back on it in the fourth. Here's J.J. for three, and he's back. Redick out top, a quick strike triple. Straight away, great release. And Redick knocks it out. And the 76ers were within two at that point. J.J. Redick, the go-ahead three-pointer, as the fourth quarter started to wind down. Here's Redick, wide open, three for lead. It's good. Nobody guarded him. And James Borrego takes time. Boy, they have had some deficiencies. How do you leave J.J. Redick wide open? He makes him pay his seventh three. Simmons drove it to the foul line, reverse pivot, pitch back, and Redick rattles in a triple. That was with just under five minutes to go in regulation. But the Charlotte Hornets, they would not go away. At one point, they would manage to tie things up at 109. Jimmy Butler answers with a big three-pointer. Charlotte got back within one. The 76ers, they got a big rebound from Tobias Harris. And then that set up this. Jimmy Butler with the ball. Eight to shoot on the reset. One point, Philadelphia leads. Here's Butler into the corner. Ennis shot in the air. It's good. James Ennis with his biggest shot as a Philadelphia 76er. He puts it in. Sixers by four. 18 seconds to go. 12.1 seconds left after James Ennis the third fouled Lamb to potentially make things a little bit tighter. Lamb from three drew the foul, so he made it a 115-114 game. Tobias Harris would split free throws with 8.2 seconds left. 116-114. This the pivotal possession in the final seconds. Plays into Jeremy Lamb. Six seconds to go. He drives. He shoots. It's up and no good. Rebound down to Harris. And finally they foul with .8 to go. So they went for the two. Jeremy Lamb driving it on T.J. McConnell. And his shot went in and out, but no good. 
Amazing. He did everything talking about Lamb, but make the basket, put the move on TJ, was right there, and it rimmed out. You could hear the shock in Tom's voice. Tobias Harris would go back the other way and ice the game with a couple of free throws, and the 76ers would end things on a winning note, 118-114. Sixers shot an even 50% for the game. The Hornets were 43.5%. 76ers, two better from three. They had 11 triples to Charlotte's nine. Hornets costly 11 misses from the free throw line. They were 33 of 44 in a game this tight. 76ers also shot 75%, 21 of 28. Charlotte was plus two on the glass, plus four in terms of offensive rebounds. 76ers just seven turnovers in the game. That was good to see. Nine for the Hornets. 21 points for Kemba Walker. He came alive late to give the Hornets a chance. He was plagued with foul trouble in the first half. Only played the first six minutes of the game. Jeremy Lamb with 26 points and 11 rebounds off the bench. For the 76ers, Ben Simmons with the team high and game high scoring total of 28 points to go with eight rebounds and five assists plus two block shots. 27 for J.J. Redick, 10 rebounds, his first double-double between college and the pros. Almost had a triple-double with eight assists. 23 points for Jimmy Butler to go with nine assists. 22 and 11 for Tobias Harris. Harris was plus 13 in the game. The starting core uh, in terms of tonight's game, for those guys who are available, obviously not Joel Embiid, uh, Butler, Harris, Redick, and Simmons all playing close to 38 minutes, and obviously the Sixers have a tough back-to-back with Boston tomorrow. But who knows what type of energy is going to be in the building. Joel Embiid is going to be back all likelihood that is the case. Boston's going to be in town. 76ers are going to get that extra boost and get one game against the Boston Celtics in the four-game season series finale tomorrow night. 7 o'clock game. Can't wait to hit the air with you early on the Sixers Radio Network on the flagship station. I know Devon Gibbons is going to be down there with Bob Cooney and D. Lynham on 97.5 The Fanatic. So that will start at 6 o'clock. We'll bring you pregame at 6.50. Tom McGinnis at 7. Devon's coming up on 97.5 within the post right now. Big thanks to Tyler Zuli and Brian McLaughlin back at the studio. Now for the radio voice of the 76ers, Tom McGinnis. Brian Seltzer saying so long for now. One final time, the final score was the Hornets and the 76ers going down to the wire. The 76ers win at 118-114. Have a great rest of your Tuesday night from all of us here at the Sixers Radio Network. You've been listening to 76ers Rewind. Be sure not to miss new episodes the day after each game this season all year long.